following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on 19 radio stations. We do it every afternoon at 3 for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the live stream weekdays 3 until 6 and also on the iHeart app anywhere in America and around the world. I'm looking at Romania right now. I'm number two in Romania in podcast listens on the iHeart app. I just searched the huge show. Superfly Hayes tells me that Clayton Safey, legendary Wolverine insider from the Chris Ballas School of Information, which is located between Dexter and Chelsea in southeast Michigan. Clayton's a Grand Rapids, Michigan native. GRCC, not the junior college, the high school. Safey in studio. We'll talk about the offseason for the Wolverines. We'll look ahead to the kickoff of the 2023 season, the return of Blake Corum to practice. And I was looking at CBS Sports had their 1 through 133 D1 schools, Michigan at 2. Michigan State, I think, was just below 60. Ohio State was 3. What about the Buckeyes and the Wolverines with the expanded playoffs? They could play three times in a row. Once, twice, three times a Wolverine. Safey made the trip in. His mom didn't give us any of that bubble pizza. That was so good last time. But her portions were were like kindergartners. Yeah, you know, come on, Clayton, man. She's got to, like, step up. Can she bring some down to the studio? Can't she do that? We, yeah, we can ask. Oh, we can ask. Yeah, your mom listens every day on our flagship station, 96 won the game. We're not getting any super fly. You told me to ask because you didn't want to, like, impose on Sir Clayton Safe. He's too nice. He is. He's a good dude, man. He does a good job producing uh, the show. And uh, Safey, good to have you in. And come back, see the friends and family because... Here when football gets going, uh, it's like uh, we'll talk to you in January, right? right? Yeah, and golf season ends in a few weeks for me, so get that in when we can as well. But well, we got our Tellymore Fall true. Football Summit August 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. 
you'll join me at the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort with Matt Golden and his team, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, who you work with, and Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com Michigan Football Podcast and five-time Big Ten champion. We'll be there for three days, getting a little golfing in the morning, uh, doing the show in the afternoon, and you know everything now, Clayton. It isn't about beating Ohio State. It's not about winning a third straight uh, Big Ten. The focus now is on this Michigan football team winning another national championship. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's still it's still the same you know goals that you got to do. You know, to win the national championship, you probably got to beat Ohio State, although Ohio State almost did it last year without beating Michigan. But winning the Big Ten, still right there, beating Michigan State. You know, Jim Harbaugh mentioned at Big Ten Media Day. Penn State, too, I mean, is is one of those top goals as well. They're going to be good this season. And Michigan's on the road there at Penn State, That's going to be a tough game. November 11th, yeah, it's noon, luckily for Michigan, but uh, instead of a night game in the whiteout, but... They, they got some challenges ahead before they can start thinking national championship, but you're probably referring to that, you know, the beat Georgia drill. And they said it's simple. It's like Ric Flair. I mean, uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right now, Georgia's the man, you know, two-time defending national champion going for a third. They'd be the first team to do that since the 1930s. So they're on top of college football right now. I think that's more of a mindset thing for Michigan. They're dedicating some time to that in practice. But at the end of the day, uh, the goals are, are still the same. You know, Jim Harbaugh pushed back on championship or bust, uh, national championship or bust. I still think they would be a success if you win the Big Ten again. But you talk to those players, and they want a little bit more. They've, they've tasted some success now, and they want to get to that next step. Yeah, think about the leadership on this team right now with Corum and Edwards, and you look at J.J. McCarthy. I mean, they're legitimately 10 to 15 guys where if they were elected captain, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. You don't get that. And Jim Harbaugh said that he could have brought 30 guys to Big Ten Media Day. And knowing Jim Harbaugh, he probably tried. <laughs> but uh, but it's th- the leadership on this team, the fourth-year, fifth-year guys that they have that have played on the big stages. You know, Mike Sainer still, Chris Jenkins. I mean, a slew of offensive linemen. You could go on and on and on in the maturity level of this team. So I, I you know, think they're set up pretty well here two days into fall camp. Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com joining us. If you have a Michigan football question, uh, you can ask it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And speaking of texting and golf, Text GOLF, G-O-L-F, to 21,000. If you're 21 and up and you can go into the drawing for a Labatt Blue Golf Getaway. Two nights overnight with 36 holes of golf for you and three friends. We have two giveaways remaining at the Agamemnon Golf Resort between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix in northern Michigan and Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Just text GOLF to 21 Zero zero zero. But those Michigan football questions on the Mercantile Bank listener line one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. What would be the questions on this team, Clayton? I mean, we look at last season and the god awful first half against TCU and the College Football Final Four. Then you look at recruiting, uh, spring ball, uh, OTAs, or off season now as they yeah. call it in college football. Corum returning. Everybody seems healthy uh, right now for the most part. And you had Corum and Edwards. When we talk about leadership, uh, both played hurt and Edwards and need some offseason medical work. 
Uh, what what are the questions around this team right now? Yeah, number one, staying healthy. Um, you know, but that's that's for every team around America. But we did see that kind of bite Michigan a little bit. It didn't against Ohio State. It's still amazing they did what they did in Columbus, winning by twenty two without Corum, with Edwards having one hand, and he had a knee injury that we didn't even know about till this off season. Uh, Mike Morris, the defensive lineman of the year in the Big Ten, was out. So stay healthy and be healthy at the end of the year because that was important. That was a young team uh, at at times, especially on offense, with some of the injuries they had. Um, but I, I, you know, I think there are some position battles that are going to play out here during fall camp. But you pro- you feel pretty good about wh- whoever is going to come out on top in those offensive line. A few jobs up for grabs. I think the pass rush has to improve. I would say. If we're looking at Michigan through the lens of what can they do to win the national championship and not just be the Big Ten champ, I think there are two areas that are probably lacking when you stack them up against an Alabama or a Georgia. It'd probably be wide receiver and an elite defensive line. Uh, and I think they do have some pieces on the defensive line. They just need to see some of these guys step up. And this is this is the month for that. And then you still can do it throughout the season. Light schedule early on. You may be without your head coach. Uh, which we can talk about, I'm sure. But well, what is the latest on Harbaugh's potential suspension? It seems like it's kind of just quiet right now. And the the thing is, could it go away? I don't know that it'll go away completely. I could I could see this dragging on if he doesn't agree to something. And maybe we're talking about this next off season, and he may be suspended. NCAA doesn't like year. lawyers and lawsuits. Yeah, they've been losing almost every one lately. Yeah, I right? mean. Most of those prove that they don't have as much power as they once thought they had. Um, they, they don't like when they think someone misled them or, or lied to them. Apparently, Jim Harbaugh said that that he didn't recall, you know, some of the minor violations that we're talking about. Um, Do you recall uh, who you uh, <laughs> ate with or who you bought food for no. uh, eight months ago? No. Do you? I don't know what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, I know I didn't pay for anything. Superfly got me a chocolate chip cookie. And a Diet Coke from Looks Jimmy John's because I had Clayton Safey in studio. That's right. Now, this, this witch hunt on Harbaugh, it bothers me because I'm looking at Iowa, Iowa State players implicated right. in gambling probes, and the NCAA and does NIL. nothing. NIL, they do nothing, yeah. and they're going after Harbaugh, uh, right. not remembering, or Zoom, you know, COVID, all of a sudden you're trying to hold people to rules. After right. what we dealt with with COVID, are you kidding me? The NCAA, I, somebody inside that organization or somebody set up Harbaugh that they they have it in for Harbaugh. Yeah, I mean, part of this is somebody who turned them in for, you know, the, the rumor is that it was a former recruiting staffer at Michigan and that there's been some people out there speculating the name that, you know, I don't want to say right don't now. Don't speculate because we don't do that we don't, on the show. No till, speculating on the huge no, show. No, not until next segment. No, that's right. <laughs> but so that, that, you know, that could be it. The NCAA, I think they're trying to probably make an example of him where, hey, you got to cooperate with us if we're going to investigate your program. I think he probably was like, hey, I just What are they investigating? Why are they spending years? Yeah. I don't know. How long has this investigation been going on? Yeah, since since uh, last season. Last season. So we'll go. It, it's nearing a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, I'm looking at headlines on NIL money. Right. You're, you're looking at, at latest headlines, college football, Iowa, Iowa State players implicated in a gambling probe and allegedly like the Iowa kicker. Yeah, playing the under with Iowa. Go figure. But I that mean, is smart, scary to think move. about how they never scored. Right. You start to seriously, you're like, how can they be that bad offensively? Right. 
Right. But you, they don't want to look into that. You see the kid from who is now at Nebraska, transferred from Iowa, apparently bet on or placed over 200 wagers on college sports last year. He's done. I mean, I'm sure he'll be done, but this stuff's open. And it's going to be at other schools, too. So you're right. There's, so you know what I think the hardball thing is? It, right. It's what we see in politics all the time, Clayton, that it's a diversion from the real issues of the NCAA. It's true. Over a cheeseburger, or they're they're implying he lied, and I guarantee Harbaugh, his lawyers, and I don't know if it's Michigan lawyers, whoever legally is there, they're saying if you're going to imply he lied, give us the video proof, give us the conversation, the That's recording, what they should do. give yeah. us something. Where I'm the NCAA, if I'm walking in, I'm recording everything, and if he says, "Hey, I don't remember," that's not lying, right? And maybe it is, but you can't prove it is. You know, that's a classic. I don't remember. Oh, well, we got the uh, the school, you know, American Express card says, well, you bought him a cheeseburger. It doesn't mean you remember. Exactly. You know. Really? Exactly. You know, how many times have you broken up with girls where they're like, why'd you cheat on me? I go, I don't remember doing it. And they would just move on. You don't recall. There's nothing they can do. the, The girlfriend would suspend you for six to eight months, and you were just, you moved on. I mean, I... You know, I don't get that when I hear they wanted a year. I think our last conversation with Chris last week or a couple of weeks ago, and I and I, I read everything from your story to it, thewolverine.com, and Clayton Safey joining us in studio. It doesn't match the level of exposure here. And the NCAA throwing these flares out. Meanwhile, NIL is the wild, wild west on pay to play. Right. And this gambling side that has really started, it came up in baseball last spring, right? Yeah. In college baseball. Mm-hmm. Alabama, a couple other places. And now it's there. So they, oh, we need a diversion. We look like we're, you lied to us. Well, Tennessee, you know, commits over 200, 200 violations. Uh, and it was their former coach. So that's one thing. But Pruitt, still, right? the, the yeah. program is still there. Yeah, Jeremy Pruitt and... You know, the program is going to be bowl eligible this year if they win six-plus games. And Harbaugh could be suspended. Right. And he may have to miss games, you know, for saying he doesn't recall. So it's it's a little bit crazy. I will say that the nuance with this is in, you and I have, have sat here and, you know, we've talked on the phone about Jim Harbaugh contract situations and all sorts of Jim Harbaugh stuff. There's always seems to be a twist with him, you know, doesn't there? So when we see four games, to me, I'm just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop where what's going to happen? Is it either going to get cut down? Um, Is it going to get delayed till next year where he's like, hey, I'm not signing anything? Because Pete Thamel reported last week that it looks like they're working towards this negotiation or negotiated resolution. And, you know, multiple people reported that. I think that leak... You know, my gut tells me that comes from the NCAA side trying to put some pressure on him before he had to go to the podium at Big Ten Media Day. But Pete Thamel reported too that Harbaugh still, in anything he has signed or is is you know about to sign, has yet to admit that he lied or yet to say that he lied because he still doesn't believe he has. And until he does that, is the NCAA going to take that or are they going to keep pushing this off? Uh, or are they going to give him more? Or are they going to give him less if if he agrees to something? I I just don't know. And that's why Harbaugh and his lawyers are saying we're not signing that. Right. Again, I'm just I'm from the outside looking in. And if you suspend me for implying that, I'm going to sue the living daylights out of you. And it'll take forever. And he'll probably still have to miss the games. But but while he's suing them, and the NCAA doesn't want the lawsuits. True. That's why they're looking the other way on all the NIL money. Yeah. And you know why else? Where, where's the gambling police in the NCAA right now? 
empty suits. Where is it? Yeah. I mean, it, there's got to be more to that story, too. Oh, there's that, that, that story yeah. with those apps and kids, athletes and fraternities, that, you know, women's sports. Uh, uh, you can bet on women's college basketball. I mean, this is across the board. It's so easy. It is. but And now even the reports of like somebody from Iowa using their mom's account. Right. You know, uh, you you get this, it's there. Mm -hmm. People know the rules. You know the rules when you sign up. And I'm talking about playing for sports. And you're an adult when you're in college sports. You are. You're not a kid who got caught at 14. You're an adult. Right. But the NCAA, there's, this is a story buried. If it's Harbaugh, my God. Uh, Hardball, Sean Penn, and Dead Man Walking. I think the the one good thing about that people have lost trust. Well, this is a long time ago. NCAA obviously. in the NCAA. Oh. I mean, National you know, minus, Communist Athletic Association. <laughs> but you look around the reaction around the country, and you know it's really pretty much in Harbaugh's favor, outside of maybe some fringes in some rival fan bases. Um, the NCAA looks ridiculous here. Paul Feinbaum is defending Jim Harbaugh on this. You know what scares me? The one thing, and I said this to Ballas, uh, Clayton, there hasn't been a word, and I know lawyers are involved, but during this whole process, matter of fact, anything Harbaugh has done, there's been few comments from Ward Manuel yeah. in support publicly of Jim Harbaugh. Am I correct on that? Am I missing something? Yeah, this one... It's hard to say Cause exactly. Because you, you got lawyers involved. Right. So, you know, he has issued, you know, and when you reach out to the athletic department, they say, hey, we can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Um, you know, and the same thing that, that basically Jim Harbaugh said. I do like how Harbaugh, even, even when he's no comments, you know, there's still kind of a comment there. He says, I have nothing to be ashamed of, but I can't talk about that right now. I'd love to talk about that, uh, which is, I would have loved to have been on the, the plane ride home with those guys and in, in, uh, listen to what he really has to say about this whole thing, um, but it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it's hard to exactly decipher what that means from Ward Manuel in this situation, but when it's all over, I want to hear these guys sound off on on the ridiculous of the NCAA. Uh, well, and the NCAA went after him during the offseason because they wanted an offseason story that made them look tough. Now you're getting close to the season. You're going through media days. You have the Big Ten even talking about expanding and taking Washington and Oregon. We'll get to that later. Florida yeah. State. Looks like they're going to leave the ACC. Will Clemson stay? Uh, Pac-12 is done. And Apple, you got to buy a subscription to watch Pac-9 well, football, whatever's left, Pac-8 football. They're going to have to merge with the Mountain West. Right. Mountain West will, in the Pac, what's ever left, 8 or 9, when it's all said and done, we'll talk about Washington and Oregon. And could they be coming with USC and UCLA? Even the story earlier this week, I'm like, oh, who said Florida State and Clemson could join the Big Ten? And I'm like, they seem like perfect SEC schools. Yeah. Right? I agree. You know, add them to the SEC East, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because you've added uh, Oklahoma and Texas on the other side, right? I agree with that. I think that's more realistic than joining the Big Ten, Mm -hmm. right? So we'll get to all that. But, uh, you know, this Harbaugh thing just drives me nuts. It, It really does. And I don't get it. It seems personal at some level somewhere. It does. That it's lingered this long. Right. It reminds me a little bit of Deflate Gate. You know, remember when Tom Brady won the lawsuit that said they didn't have well, Roger su- Goodell su- won't give up. Right. So so the lawsuit Tom Brady won was that they didn't have sufficient evidence 
to punish him. The lawsuit that the NFL won that eventually led to Tom Brady's suspension was that they have the power to do whatever they want. Uh, the NCAA, as a, you know, you're a member institution of the NCAA, you do kind of have to listen to them on these things. If they suspend him, then then they suspend him. I mean, he would he would have to you know not show up to these games. Um, I think that's where the suspension is going to come from. I don't think they're going to be able to prove he lied based on everything that we've heard and based on how confident you know Jim Harbaugh seems to be in his stance. And they might just throw a couple games at him on the other things. There was some buzz of that earlier right. this week that it could get knocked down to two. Um, or Harbaugh might take one, but he's not going to sign ever admitting to lying or being dishonest. I don't think he'd ever do that. No, it, it, it's a witch hunt. But uh, okay, NCAA, don't worry about... Uh, the millions going around right now in NIL money, or another headline involving Iowa State players implicated in gambling probe, or the kid at Nebraska who left Iowa. Go, no, 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 let's focus on Harbaugh and a cheeseburger. Uh, We'll get to the Michigan football team as we look ahead to fall camp. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in studio uh, today. Uh, your Michigan questions on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE. savings for all subjects and shop everything you need to head back to school at Meyer. Start the day on a tasty note with select General Mills cereal, two for four dollars with M perks, and get plenty of supplies like Crayola 24 count crayons for just 50 cents. Plus, Falls Creek Kids apparel or sleepwear is buy one, get one for a dollar. Find it all in one place for the right price and get more for your money every time you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to BeanGarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Duck, Duck, Duck. Every Friday in August, win your share of 60 grand in premium play. Drawings each week from 7 to 11 p.m. And lucky guests every hour win up to $3,000 premium play. You won't want to miss $60,000 Duck, Duck, Duck. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com team in studio just dropped off our season preview magazine Michigan and senior Blake Corum are ready to run it back for more everybody's All-American did you write that story with Blake I did not. Chris Ballas did. Fantastic. Did he though. sit down with him? Yeah, so we got exclusives with a bunch of players. We got exclusives with a few coaches. Do you have to do that through NIL stuff? Is that the same way you guys, or is it? No, legit? Michigan was, was super helpful with us. Wow, that's so, good for them. Yeah, much yeah. appreciated. McCorm seems to be just a good dude. The best. I mean, you can't get a better dude than that to lead Is he fully, now that he's back at practice, is he fully healthy? Yeah, so Big Ten Media Day last week, he said he had a doctor appointment a couple days prior. He's cleared. Uh, he said he joked that he wanted to double check on that, call the doctor back, but he's good to go and he's ready to go, so uh, they'll probably ramp him up slowly, but he's going to be good. Well, they ran the ball a lot last year. We all complained they didn't throw enough and then, yeah. you know, they turned J.J. loose against Ohio State with one of the greatest game plans I've ever seen from a hardball coach team. And then they turn around three weeks later and give us one of the first worst first halves of play calling ever in hardball history at Michigan. Mm-hmm. And they, and then the second half, they did everything I thought they'd do in the first half. I really thought they'd win that game like 49 to 21, 49, 14. And it looked that way in the second half, right? Against yeah. TCU. Yeah, and I think we're going to see a more balanced offense this year. I, I really do. I think J.J.'s gotten better. You know, we've talked about it this offseason, but he's been healthy, you know, as opposed to last year. And then he had to beat out Cade McNamara. I mean, this is his offense. Um, you know, so he, he said he feels really good. And don't know that they have those elite wide receivers, but you can piece things together, I think, good enough with a really good quarterback, with, with the tight ends they have, the running backs they have. Donovan Edwards is – basically as good as some of these wide receivers. So I think we're going to see more balance. We're not going to have to see Blake Corum carry the ball 29 times a game in Big Ten games when he was fully healthy, which is what that number was last year. You're going to see them spread it around a little bit more and be more dynamic. And I think, yeah, they may not have to do that against East Carolina or Bowling Green, but I think that work and the reps they get in those games and, and throughout the year too, you know, going on the schedule, are going to help them when they get to those bigger moments. They pulled it off against Ohio State. It was a little surprising, to be honest, right? You know, based on how they had called games and, and won before. But I think we're going to see it a little bit more earlier in, in the season this year. You know, the one thing that perplexes me, that it's really not a negative, but I, I am 
shocked when I look at the quality of running backs uh, led by Edwards and Corum. When I look at J.J., that Michigan every year doesn't have at least a couple of those house wide receivers, the speed burners, the game changers that we see at a lot of those power five big boy schools. Yeah, I think the wide receiving recruiting has to improve. I mean, there's no right, right. They're good. No I'm not. I'm not. You know, Roman Wilson, others. Other, they're good, but sure, they're they're not the, the guy where hey, you need a touchdown late, and you can go to him and throw a five yard slant, and he makes five guys miss, and he's off to the end zone for fifty five yards. Right. Georgia was run heavy. They've been run heavy the last couple of years, and they they've still recruited really well at tight end, wide receiver. Um, well, tight end position is pretty strong for Michigan. Yes, a tight end is. Is very strong. I think it's a little bit easier to get those guys. I, I will, you know, I, I think they probably get negative recruited. Like, hey, if you go to Michigan, you're only going to run the ball. You got JJ McCarthy there. Right. They got to do a better job of of dispelling that, and and probably this season could be some good evidence for you on the recruiting trail. But there's no question they got to recruit better there. Because, um, like I said earlier, I mean, I, I do think wide receivers one of those spots where they're lacking. If you want to look at their talent level compared to some of the more elite recruiting powers, you know, in the country. And maybe D line, but those are that and corner. Those are really hard positions to recruit at from a Midwest school not named Ohio State. But I think they got to up their game there. And NIL, quote unquote, you know, is just kind of that extra element. Now those are the positions that are commanding the big deals, I would say. So it just you know makes it a little bit more of a challenge. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking Michigan football. We'll get to. The report that the Big Ten leaders okay the commissioner to seek expansion targeting Washington and Oregon. We'll also talk about uh, the Big Ten, go through some of the rankings, and also hit the 2023 Michigan football preview. That is out from the Wolverine.com crew. If you're interested in getting that preview magazine, go to the Wolverine.com. J.J. McCarthy. Are they going to turn him loose? Is this going to be his team, his offense? He's going to do what he wants to, or is it still uh, hardball and control? I don't know about loose. Um, so what then? What is what is letting JJ do more than last year look like? Then you think for this season? Yeah, let JJ cook. Uh, some people are saying. Um, I'm tired of that. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little getting to be a little much. I mean, I so I think honestly. Part of it, too, is throughout the year, there were drives and there were some games where they tried to do that. They tried to open it up a little bit more, and it just wasn't quite there. I mean, remember the deep ball was something we talked about almost on a weekly basis, uh, and I mean, we'd ask about it, too, and J.J. said they're you know, continuing to rep that. Uh, so I think if they're ahead of where they were last year, which there's no reason to believe they're not, I mean, when they call on that stuff, it's going to work more often, and they're going to go to it again. I think that's one element of it. Secondly, you know, J.J. is just going to be better than he was last year you know, potentially significantly better. And that gives you all sorts of options when the defense doesn't know what's coming. Um, So I think that, I I think we're going to see them run the ball probably still about 55% of the time. But if, when you look at, you know, someone on our message board over at the Wolverine.com did a breakdown of some of the playoff teams over the last several years, most of those teams are still running the ball more than they're passing. It helps when you're winning and you're leading and you run the ball late but Michigan can do that. Uh, you just need more out of the passing game. You don't need the passing game to be everything. And I think they can get there this year minus the, the first-round wide receiver. Michigan hasn't, hasn't had a first-round first round wide receiver since Braylon Edwards. Wow. Um, and they've been able to, to have some success here recently. 
Um, but this could be his best offense. I think it should be on paper. It, it absolutely should be the most explosive. And we're going to see J.J. probably by the end of the year, if they're undefeated, one loss, going to the playoff, probably sitting there in New York as a Heisman finalist. Um, you know, I, I really do believe that. I think he's going to take that big of a jump this year for Michigan. And you add in the weapons they have around him, that's going to be a really hard offense to stop. Uh, you know, offensive line, running back, tight end, wide receiver. You mentioned that O-line. Yeah. Uh, beast mode up there. Yeah. Uh, with great tight ends. Well, uh, the best running back duo in America. And Yes, I think J.J. will be in the Heisman race, but it's more than the number of wins for your team. You need to put up big numbers to get into the Heisman ceremony. You do. You do. But Stetson Bennett last year was sitting there. I don't think, you know, maybe J.J. will win it by just winning and, and you know, all that. But Stetson Bennett was sitting there. And I think three out of the four, uh, three out of the four finalists for the Heisman last year were the three out, three out of the four college football playoff quarterbacks. Max Duggan was there too, um, you know. So I, I think that, or maybe it was just just Stroud, right? But um, and then the other one would have been Caleb Williams. But if you get there, if you're winning enough games and you're playing pretty good football there, and you know, I expect JJ to play really good football, then I think he could be there. But I will tell you too, when we talked to JJ McCarthy. Everyone wants him to throw more, and everyone wants him to open up more. He's all about winning. Um, how about him running more? Him running more, okay, too. Okay, how, how about on some of that RPO, you keep the ball. If you go back and look at that TCU game three or four times, it, yeah. the defense is so aggressive to Michigan's backfield that if J.J. keeps it, I think he walks in from 50 or inside two or three times minimum. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what Stetson Bennett and Georgia did against TCU? Ran the ball with the quarterback. And he rarely ran. Yeah. Right? He's faster than people give him credit for. But, yeah, you're right. And so was J.J., by the way, too. And well, you, you that's, that. again, I think when you know J- and, and yeah. what happened in the second half, what'd they do? Ran the ball with him, threw some deep balls. Yeah, no bubble screens, no, no uh, yeah. you know, third-team guys getting the rock on a very important play at the goal line in a Final Four game. Right. JJ's still a gunslinger, so he's going to make mistakes throwing the football, and I, I don't mind that. Yeah, you can't have them be the catastrophic mistakes that we saw on a couple occasions last year, TCU game being one of them, pick six against Penn State. He had a fumble that changed the momentum at Iowa. So I think if he cleans those up, continues to you know still be JJ, right, still throw the ball and, and run around back there, he's got to be a little bit careful. But you don't want to overcoach him, as Jim Harbaugh says. He does not want him to be a victim of overcoaching. So, so they're kind of letting him do his thing. But if he can rein it in just a little bit, you're looking at a pretty dangerous quarterback back there. Yeah, but in the Big Ten championship game, you don't want McNamara to all. That's a touchdown, Iowa. They have won the Big Ten title. Yeah. Could you imagine that? I can imagine it. It would be wild. Um, the downside of losing that game You'd lose to Cade McNamara and Eric Hall. What do you think the Iowa players are betting on, uh, Cade or JJ? <laughs> they're hitting, the, yeah, they're betting the over on, oh, oh, on Cade's yard. So uh, this will be really interesting to see how well Cade McNamara does in one of the most boring offensive right. uh, meeting rooms in the country. Seriously, yeah. in Power Five football, it, it will be. It will be. I mean, he led Michigan to a Big Ten championship two years ago, but Michigan had had higher talent level clearly than Iowa does offensively. You know, defense is probably comparable, so that'll. Could help you them just out. imagine if if that's McNamara versus JJ in the Big Ten championship game? It'd be awesome. 
It would be awesome. That almost feels bigger than the final, you know, the the final four game they could be in. Well, these last two years in really Ohio State too, when they're in the Big Ten championship, there's not much buzz for that game. It's kind of like okay, they got to make sure they didn't celebrate too much on that Saturday night after they beat their rival. They got to get back to work. But if you had that storyline going in, wow. we're talking about a, a real, uh, some real juice going into that game. Yeah, and we'll talk about Ohio State and Michigan, and will it stay at the end of the year? The chance for three straight meetings uh, with the expanded college football playoff. A lot to get to with Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us in studio. If you have a Michigan football question, Big Ten. Power 5, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, local decision makers, local team members, and a bank that's proud to be based in Michigan. Make Mercantile your bank, and like I said, locations all across Michigan. You can also drop your Michigan comments at the Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. Everything Huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds you that it is now illegal to manually use a cell phone or other mobile electronic device while operating a vehicle on Michigan roads. Any questions? Can I make or answer a telephone or video call? No. Can I browse or use the internet? Nuh-uh. Can I watch, record, or send a video? Nope. Hope that clears things up. Go hands-free. It's the law. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is the date. Get more information at VAI.org. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Superfly Hayes. Man, we just, a lot of synergy. We get along. I love working with them. Called me an old man earlier, Clayton Safey. Giggled and then said, no, I'm not giggling at you. I'm giggling at how funny it was somebody on one of these rooftops earlier. And I'm like, no, you're giggling at me. Clayton, I bring you in for the Wolverine.com. You're a Michigan insider. Uh, Coming up, we will talk about uh, the Big Ten presidents giving the commissioner uh, the opportunity now to pursue Washington and Oregon and maybe even Cal and Stanford. I I can feel Cal and Stanford uh, as academic schools and San Francisco market. But if there's not going to be an increase in TV money, then tell me right now why you you have to expand anywhere that you're worried about losing Washington and Oregon. Right. I, I don't get, I don't get the rush here. If it was Clemson and Florida State who wanted to join the Big Ten, I'd move in a hurry. Yeah. But you know, in these in these deals, which I'm, they did have some wording in for Notre Dame in this you know seven billion plus you know multi network TV deal for the Big Ten that. You should have put wording in there. If we if we add these schools, if we add these TV markets, mm-hmm. that the money would go up, right? Yeah. So why add them then? It's inter- yeah, it's it's interesting because you read about that where it's like, hey, they would add these schools, but it actually wouldn't add any revenue or, or profit for the schools that are here in the Big Ten. So you'd be adding kind of just to stay competitive there to make sure you're you know competing. With the SEC, which is probably going to continue to add, probably Clemson and Florida State. I think we we like they have to they have that. to go to the SEC, East. right? It's a natural, but well, so that would be natural. South Carolina block them. Would Georgia want Clemson in the SEC, East, right. right? Yeah, potentially not. The interesting thing about this too is uh, apparently USC and UCLA don't want any other West Coast schools to join the Big Ten. So, and they don't have a vote though. So that's just kind of their opinion. Uh, they're like well, most Americans don't have a vote, right? I'm not going to get into that. But. No, uh, but I, I don't. I don't. I, I can see Phil Knight and Nike if he's ready to drop hundreds of millions of dollars right. in the conference. Washington, the Seattle market doesn't move me as a college football market. It's more of an NFL market, mm-hmm. right? With the Seahawks, I, I, I think this gold rush for universities, Cal and Stanford bring nothing. Uh, in terms of sports to the table. Maybe some women's sports on the yes. Stanford side, right? Stanford dominates the Learfield Directors Cup, which takes into account all the different sports. All non-revenue sports. Yeah, and, and that's fine for them, and they're obviously a great academic. I, I did a post yesterday, and I got some backlash for it. I said I would take Cal and Stanford over Washington and Oregon. Part of my reason, too, is like, why do we want to keep adding teams that are pretty good like i'd rather just washington up, could I'd be a national championship right. college football playoff team this year yeah so they got um, the former indiana quarterback yeah they got michael Penix. they're they're going to be a sleeper team to you know potentially win the national championship this i agree year, with but. you on that if i had to choose because of the san francisco market but what i would do is go back to my tv partners and this could be part of it and i don't know everything that's on paper with these right. conferences and say we're going to add the san francisco market with Cal and Stanford. Mm-hmm. Can you, over the course of this deal, increase the money here, here, and here? Right? 
Right. Or if you're new coming in, you don't get immediate profit sharing with everybody who's been there. Because the Big Ten's doing them a favor by adding them. And you know, right now they got to go somewhere. Pac-12 isn't the Pac-12. It's, it's in a, shambles. It yeah. is. It's done. And, you know, we'll talk about this more coming up, but also get to uh, Michigan football and the rest of the Big Ten and the Michigan schedule. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in studio. You have a Michigan football question. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Had HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, if you miss any of our conversation, any interview, any huge opinion, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.